0: Welcome to my first recorded podcast. It's pretty exciting. I'm pretty excited. I hope you're excited to listen to it. So I've started recording a series of podcasts to start to piece together part of my life so far, probably one of the most significant parts of it, and I think... um, something that I am now ready to really revisit and pick apart the learnings from and this would be the period of time where I had was um, actively in treatment for um, metastatic melanoma so for those of you who don't know much about cancer it um is the final stage of cancer so stage four cancer staged in four four categories i'm assuming the fifth being death the fourth so the fourth is um once you get to that point it's probably not not looking so good um and so i'm out the other side of that now which is miraculous in itself um As we record this podcast, I am nearly three years off treatment, which is, I say that and I feel like I should pinch myself, nearly three years off treatment and um, yeah, four years cancer-free, pretty spectacular statistics, eh? So when I was initially diagnosed with melanoma in two thousand and twelve, it was very early stages, so I really didn't have a great deal of concern about um you know disease progression or what that would look like um, uh, that however went um, went pear shaped by two thousand and fifteen <sighs> And you know that there's a series of um series of different stages there where things different different things occurred and different um, progressions and challenges and so I really wanted to focus in this podcast on um our state of mind when we are in um a particularly adverse or um challenging, possibly is it would be say life threatening? I suppose it is just a slow, a much slower, not such a quick sort of event-based threat to existence. It's a slow a slowly progressing threat to our lives. <clears throat> There'll be times when i laugh about this because it is just that natural reaction I have to the awkwardness around looking back at this period in my life and thinking, shit, um, I'm really lucky to be where I am. So if I go back to a particular period where I probably really want to focus on was when I... In 2016, I think it was. Yeah, early 2016. 2016. And I had, um... Had been on a treatment, um... Cabrafrenib and Trametinib, this <clears throat> oral targeted therapy, which was a very effective cancer treatment, um, but at that stage, uh, as as I learned in the cancer journey, the drugs early on in the release onto the TGA and the PBS in Australia, sometimes the data. Isn't really reflective of the patient experience, and for me, when I went onto those drugs, I had a series of pretty horrific side effects, and um, when I say horrific, I mean, I mean like debilitating side effects to the point where, um, I lived. I have a young son, as you know. And uh, he was probably about three then, maybe not quite three. And we—I was so sick that I couldn't care for him on my own, with the side effects and this treatment. So we had to move him with my parents, and I spent the better part of four months lying on their couch, um, uh, as in literally lying on their couch, as in my mum put a sheet on her new couch, so really quite entertaining when you think about it, Um, so that I wouldn't stay in the couch because that's all I was capable of was lying on the couch. And my day went something like this. I would, um, depending on where I was in the side effect journey, there was a neat little period where I just would go through these stages of like sweating. So um, these horrific fevers where you'd be absolutely cooking, you know, um, like sweating it out. And then you might get a little reprieve from that. And then shortly thereafter, that was followed by shivers, like as in it could be, it was middle of summer, and if the temperature got below about twenty six degrees I would be under i think my 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 the height of my what seemed ridiculous at the time of that phase was uh it was about twenty nine degrees and I was uh in bed under three woolen blankets as in those big thick woollen blankets with a um, eider down you know, Duna on top and I had on, um, you know, a tracksuit and a jumper and I think I had woolen socks on and I was shaking uncontrollably and freezing. So there was this that was a neat period because I mean you didn't get a lot of sleep because um you know, you'd either be sweating it out and unable to get comfortable or um have the shivers and unable to to get warm. So um yeah, pretty uncomfortable period um pretty horrible period but and very debilitating. Um So that was, you know, and and then we went through another period of just, you know, vomiting, consuming painkillers and vomiting, being in really quite horrific pain. Um, Really quite uncomfortable. um, As in excruciating pain. So, you know, that's just to set the scene on, you know, where I was, and I recall one night, at the height of it all, just thinking, you know, sitting there with my mum, it was probably about 1am in the morning, and I'd been, just had this horrible um, period of, like, excruciating pain in the joints, and, you know, you you can't sort of put weight on anything, so you can't get up to go to the toilet, you can't. You can't use your hands. It was a really terrible, terrible period. And um, my mum looking at me and saying to me, You know, Natalie, this is no life. And I was pretty high, on pa- I will say I was pretty high on painkillers at the time. And I recall looking at her and thinking, You know, you're right. But I don't have much of a choice right now, because this is all that's on the table for me, and i'm not I'm not ready to go and you know my oncologist whom I had a great amount of faith in, she had um just continued to to sort of tell me that we would get on top of this stuff, and I I just remember just being, I was just so sick. And I just at any other point in my life, I just sort of given up. But I just remember having this like resilience. So now I look back and I think, I, I am amazed at the level of resilience that I had at that point. And I'm amazed at the ability I had to detach from what was going on, and just focus so single-mindedly on the goal. And the goal was to get better. The goal was to not have cancer anymore, um, you know, to be cancer-free. And, I mean, I was just like laser, lasered in on that, that goal, my vision, And I have thought a lot of late, excuse me, about how to recreate that mindset. And I'll admit to you that I'm still working on it. I don't have a solution or an answer to that yet. But it's intriguing, isn't it? How do we establish that mindset? Where does it come from?